Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the Cats in Lexington. Tonight, we will not be joined by Kyle Tucker. I say tonight, I guess I probably should say this morning. Currently re-recording, it is 3.17 a.m. on Wednesday. I am back in my hotel um, after Kentucky's loss to Duke. The final score, many of you probably know, 118 to 84. Plan for this podcast, as I mentioned, Kyle's not going to be on it because he was feverishly working on a story for The Athletic that will post probably as you're listening to this. So be sure to be going and checking that out. Um, but my plan is to not talk about the game inside and out. I'm going to talk about what when happened before the game, I got a chance to talk to Reese Davis and Jay Bellis about college basketball overall. Also, Reese had a um, story to tell about Kentucky football. They had a segment on game day a few weeks ago. He got a little bit behind the scenes in that. Then I'll we'll share what was said in the post-game press conferences. I'll kind of share Duke's demeanor, and then I will share some comments from both Reed Travis and John Calipari himself. Um, this episode is brought to you by La Rosa's Pizza. I'll tell you a little bit more about them in a bit. Um, we'll start with my day going up here in Indianapolis. Got here and immediately got to Banker's Life. I don't even know, honestly, what that place is called. Banker's Life Fieldhouse, I believe. Hopefully, I don't get in trouble by not knowing the name of it. Um, but so I got there a little bit early, about 3.30. So, whoo. I just realized I almost spent 12 hours in in the Indiana Pacers basketball facility. That's, that's a long day. Anyway, um, I got there early because there was an opportunity to talk to Jay Billis, Seth Greenberg, and Reese Davis before they started their college game day um, show as they were previewing the, the games, the Michigan State-Kansas game and then the Kentucky-Duke game. Um, we did not talk, I did not talk to Seth because he has been on this podcast. If you want to go and find that, go back and search it and listen to it. Just search Seth Greenberg, Locked on Kentucky. You'll find that interview Kyle and I did with him. So I mainly talked to Jay and Reese and you can find these full interviews. They were video interviews I did. Uh, they're on my Twitter timeline and they're also on bigblueinsider.com. Um, the main takeaway I got from Jay Billis was rather interesting. One of the Kansas people was interviewing him, and of course they're interested in the quote-unquote cloud that's hanging over college basketball, specifically with the Kansas stuff that's going on right now. And Jay Billis made a very interesting point. He says he doesn't know if it's going to be that big a deal. Last year, while in theory the cloud was bigger because it was such a huge story and with these kind of headlines there might be some fatigue and... Um, it you know wasn't too much of an issue. It got talked about a lot, and people were curious. But he said no, no games got canceled. All the checks cleared. I do disagree with him slightly. He kind of was, uh, as I said, blasé about it. But you know, some players did miss games. Actually, a lot, quite a few players missed games. We'll see how that continues on this season. If a lot of players are held out or not, um, you know. Jay, obviously, this is before the game was talking about Duke, and when you go back and listen to the interview, it's kind of comical to a certain extent knowing how they played in the first game and how he was talking about a learning curve the freshman would have and no learning curve from what I saw in that game but as I said we'll get to that game breakdown with Kyle Tucker on the next edition of the show um Reese Davis 
always entertaining. He's a super fun guy. Also kind of funny to look back at that video interview because he said he thinks he would pick Kentucky to win the national championship, but he wanted to see the game tonight. I would venture to guess he would change that pick after the game, but we'd have to talk to him about that. As I mentioned, he um, had a funny skit on College Game Day, the football edition, a few weeks ago, where he was held out of a window by a couple of UK football players. I'm using air quotes right now with my fingers, guys. You can't see them because this is a podcast, but that's what I'm doing. And he kind of said why that happened. And if you remember, there was... A kind of a joke made at Kentucky's expense about the Florida matchup and how Kentucky never wins that game, so no one was going to pick them. Kentucky won, and it was actually a skit was based off of a is it a fish named Wanda? I think that's the name of the movie he he mentioned. Forgive me, because um, it is super early or super late, and I don't know. But at one point, someone is hung out of a window but the way it's shot in this movie is you just see the person and it it's but it's upside down initially you think the person's just against the wall being told to apologize and then the camera rotates and it shows that they're being hung out a window so that's that's what they did on college game day so that was kind of a funny little a little insight into what was going on there and what they were what they were talking about when they did that, that little skit so I would definitely say you guys should go check out those interviews. They're pretty fun to do. Those guys are really cool. Also, I'll say this um, about the seating. I got a lot of comments. Um, I tweeted out a picture of where I was sitting up in the top corner. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Curtis Birch. And at first, I uh, was was honestly a rel- pretty confused because I tweeted out the picture and two people... Actually, it was posted on my Facebook as well. One on Facebook and one on Twitter sent me uh, Bob Euchre memes, the baseball guy that's in Major League, and I believe he called Brewers games for a while, and I had no idea what the heck they were talking about. They're like, oh, you're up there with Bob Euchre, LOL, and I'm like, huh? Who? What? I don't know what you're talking about. And so then I Google, like you're supposed to, Bob Euchre seats, and apparently there was an old commercial. I believe it was for Miller Lite. And he was in some bad, in like, thought he was going to get some free seats. And then they sent him all the way up in the corner. So that's where I was kind of sitting. It was also weird because we were, I was in a, just, you know, like a regular seat. They had a desk and everything, but it it was kind of an odd setup, but I'm not going to complain, you know, about getting, uh, getting to cover the game. Um, we will next talk about the Duke of Press Conference, which, as you can imagine, there were some smiling faces for the Duke Blue Devils. It's time to take a break and talk a little bit about La Rosa's Family Pizzeria, which is coming to Lexington, right across the street from Skyline Chili on Richmond Road in February of 2019. La Rosa is a Cincinnati thing, just like Skyline. It was started by a guy named Buddy La Rosa, who talked to three of his friends into throwing in a few hundred bucks a piece and and opening their first pizzeria on Cincinnati's west side in 1954. La Rosa's now has 64 pizzerias, the nearest of which is up in Dry Ridge. The thing Buddy LaRosa brought to the new pizzeria in 1954 were his family's recipes. His Aunt Deanie's pizza sauce, his Grandma Mary's pasta sauce recipe, and other recipes that come over from Sicily with the family. And it sounds kind of corny, 
But here it is nearly 65 years later, and they're still using those same La Rosa family recipes. As good as La Rosa pizza is, it's the other, the other thing that makes La Rosa's different is that they have a menu that goes on forever, over 40 sections, and all of it can be ordered for pickup or delivery. In addition to those options, La Rosa's has a great dining room. I love to meet my family who lives up in northern Kentucky at the Dry, Live, lo, dry Ridge location for a lunch. Get ready for the Roses in Lexington coming in February, and until then, check out their other locations. Also, want to tell you guys about Sling TV. Listen, you don't want to watch the game; you need to watch the game, even though you might want to, if you're a Kentucky fan, skip the game tonight. But you can watch it wherever you are. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never even watch just so you can see your team win? Sling TV is the best way to watch college football and college basketball. 30 bucks a month gets you ESPN, Pac-12 Network, SEC Network, and more. Stream on your big screen and your favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV you love, only better. No useless channels, no long-term contracts, and no hidden fees. You can cancel anytime. And as I always mention, you can upgrade or downgrade the package depending on what channels you've been watching. Right Right now, Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. You got nothing to lose. It's a free trial. You are Locked On Kentucky, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So, Mike Krzyzewski is an interesting guy when he's being interviewed. It was a weird setting where the press conference was set up and it was, it, I shouldn't say weird, um, but it's a little bit different. It's kind of common in these settings, but it's different set up than normal. Most times, uh, you know, the coach will go solo when they're big time coach, like Coach K or Coach Calipari. But in these situations, it's two players and Coach K in the middle. So it was R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson, and then uh, Mike Krzyzewski in the middle. And so it was an interesting dynamic because much like the NCAA press conferences, and if you ever watch those, uh, they're the similar setups. And the way they do them is they, they ask for questions for players first so they can be then dismissed, and then you go into uh, questions for the head coach. And so they were doing that, but uh, Krzyzewski like, would cut off questions to the players every once in a while and answer him himself and not let them speak on something I don't uh, it was just a kind of a weird tactic and um, I guess the press conference ended the two press conferences ended around 1 a.m. so by the end I think people mostly just wanted to get out of there Um, but yeah it it was kind of an interesting scene and everybody was talking about swaggy Cal this whole offseason specifically after the Bahamas trip well I'll tell you what that was a swaggy K. That dude was feeling good, and he had a big smile on his face most of the press conference, as did the other two big guys. And you could tell both of both Barrett and Zion Williamson, it, they wanted to play super-duper well in this game. It meant a lot to them. I, they didn't get asked if they saw any of the people picking against them or anything like that, but it was pretty clear they were super-focused on this game. And Kyle actually had a great video of Zion skipping after the game in celebration of the win. And, you know, I mean, there's no reason why they shouldn't be happy. A win like that is something that's going to be talked about probably all season long. And in a situation where all eyes were on college basketball tonight, well, I guess some people were watching election results. Um, But the sports world was all focused on um, college basketball. Duke showed out 
unbelievably well. Those guys were phenomenal. And, you know, they they kind of knew it. I mean, in not like a weird cocky sense, but, you know, they, they were smiling about things. And it was, it was kind of one of those press conferences, both of them. It was tough to really ask stuff because it was kind of, you know, you knew what, what, what happened. Uh, a superior team just beat the other team. And uh, I'll probably flesh this out a little bit more with Kyle on the next edition of the show, but... Something that kept coming to my mind was comparing this game to the Georgia-Kentucky game in football. One team was just superior, and it was evident. I mean, it's crazy to think about, but that's what it looked like on the floor. And those guys, all three of those freshmen, and I mean, Cam Reddish was good, but Zion Williamson and, and R.J. Barrett were just at another level. So we'll talk about that more on the podcast. I did want to... Mention a couple tweets that I saw from former players that had a lot of reaction on social media. Well, not a lot, a lot, but a a pretty good little portion there. And one was from Jamal Murray, who tweeted out, put me in coach. I found that rather humorous. He obviously had 48 points the other night against the Boston Celtics playing for the Nuggets, and Jamal Murray has been in the headlines as well because he and Kyrie Irving got into a little a little kerfluffle after Murray launched a late three to try to get to 50 points, and then Kyrie Irving didn't like that, and I believe he threw the ball into the stands. It's kind of like a protest. So if John Calipari could have, I think he would have put in Jamal Murray. And then the other one, which pretty pretty much sums up, I think, how most, most Kentucky fans followers feel Carl Towns tweeted out damn dot 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 I mean dot 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 damn that's the whole tweet from Carl Towns yeah it was it was one of those kind of deals so um it was that kind of night for Kentucky basketball and I like I said Kyle and I will will um Get more into it. I did find it ironic. The other uh, was it the pod last the podcast before this one or the one before that one. I was kind of ridiculing people for all making the same joke about Kentucky. It being oh it's bad after after the Kentucky football loss to Georgia. Everybody tweeted out oh it's basketball time in Kentucky, and then everyone made the reverse joke tonight, and I can kind of appreciate it. Because the irony of it is pretty evident. And <laughs> add into the fact that between games, the college football playoff rankings came out and Kentucky was 11th. They dropped two spots after losing to Georgia, but didn't fall off a ton. And it is kind of crazy to, to think about that. <laughs> that I mean, I, I did a half-joking Twitter poll during the game. Who finishes ranked higher at the end of their regular season, Kentucky football or Kentucky basketball? And... <laughs> I, I, if Kentucky football does what everybody thinks they're going to do and win out, they'll be a top 10 team. And while the talent on this Kentucky basketball team is pretty evident, even though it didn't necessarily show out a ton against Duke, you would think that they were a top 10 team. But, you know, if, I mean, if they fall to, let's say, eight or nine. I think that there would be a decent chance that Kentucky football might finish the regular season if they went out a little bit ahead of that. So who knows? But 
and I'm not trying to pit the two against each other. It was just kind of a fun little talking point. So, all right, um, coming up next, I'm going to let you hear from John Calipari and Reed Travis. Just so you guys know, I am recording this portion of the podcast back in my hotel. As I said, uh, Kyle's not on this one because he was writing. I was planning on talking to him after he wrapped up, but he was going late into the night, and I just had to get some sleep, as I, as I said. Right now it is past 3.30 in the morning. I probably shouldn't complain because no one cares what time it is when they're listening to this podcast. But anyway, um, so I will magically be transported back into the arena on the next uh, segment of the show, and that's where I will share with you some of the comments from John Calipari and Reed Travis. We all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite team. With Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is a top source for tickets for all live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. This is Locked On Kentucky, your team every day. All right, now I'm going to share some of the comments that John Calipari and Reed Travis had to say after the game. We'll start out with Reed Travis, and the first comment here is him discussing what he said to his team um, during some of the huddles when Kentucky was down big. I was telling them just stick with what we do. I, I mean, don't look up at the scoreboard. It got out of hand there, and they started to go up and make a run. But at the end of the day, we, we know how we need to play, how hard we need to play, the habits that we have. And that was just the biggest thing I was saying is stop looking up. Just continue to do what we're supposed to do. You know exactly the job that we're supposed to handle and just continue to stay with our habits. Next, uh, Reed Travis, very mature guy, obviously, with his degree from Stanford and has a lot going for him. Um, you know, he said tonight that despite what happened, he still loves this group of guys. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, the moment was too big. It's tough. I can't get inside everybody's head. Obviously, collectively, we didn't get the job done. And I don't know if it's the moment or the hype or anything like that, but it just wasn't a game a game for us tonight. And I think as we go back, watch the film and get better, I love our group of guys because everyone does want to get better, and you can really tell that this hurt because we do care. So I think we're really just going to watch the film and get better from this. John Calipari also had, had some things to say tonight. If you want to check out the full video, you can check my timeline at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H, on Twitter. Or you can find it on BigBlueInsider.com. That's the name of the radio show I host weeknights on WLAP from 6 to 8 p.m. with Dick Gabriel. Um, but the first comment we'll hear from John Calipari is him discussing when it got out of hand with about eight minutes to go and what he was telling his players. When I looked up with eight minutes to go and I said, we're not calling a timeout, and if you foul, I'm taking you out of the game. Let this thing run. Um, but it's... Um, you know, like I said, for me as a coach, I told him we all got to do some soul searching here and let's figure this out. And, you know, I've done this a long time and I've had teams struggle. And, you know, what happens with young guys when they struggle, they, they get a little rattled. So you got to be careful that you're, you're teaching 
yet uh, like today I was pretty you know I didn't say that much to a couple guys I got on for simple things but it's hard I mean you're just gonna have to go to work and you're gonna have to teach and you're gonna have to get them to play in a way that they can have success so um, you know I we, my teams have taken some losses obviously not this bad but there have been some ones where I just said do not foul this we're getting out of this gym in three minutes and 30 seconds don't you foul Obviously, John Calipari was joking just a little bit there, but you could tell that he was kind of serious that he wanted to get out of the building as soon as possible. Finally, we'll leave you with uh, John Calipari talking about a guy he really wanted in Kentucky Blue instead of Duke Blue, and that's Zion Williamson. Oh, he was good today. Ooh. He got some shots off on, on big guys that we're trying to block it. I didn't think. I thought that would bother him, and it, it absolutely did not bother him today. Like, he... he we had a seven footer in there and a six eleven, and he drove right at him and put his boom and went, made him. I'm like, holy cow! When you leave John Calipari, not speechless, but kind of, you know, just reacting initially. When you heard heard the first part of that comment, you can kind of tell how special that guy is. So it was really impressive. Be sure to stay locked in with all our coverage. You can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnUK. Find us on Facebook, Locked On Kentucky. Just search that. However and wherever you're listening to this, please rate, review, subscribe, and the most importantly, share. I know this was a, a tough, a tough uh, loss for all Kentucky fans, and if you made it to the end of the podcast here, you are obviously a diehard Locked On Kentucky fan. So thank you so much for listening to this. And if you made it to this 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 portion of the podcast, I'm going to give you a secret word, and this means that I will know that you're special. Tweet it at Locked On UK, and you know what? We'll do something special. I'll, I'll have a giveaway. If you made it to this point, tweet me the word. As I'm looking up right here in the bowels of Banker's Life Fieldhouse, I am looking at Harlem Globetrotter picture. So tweet at me. Tweet at us at Locked On UK Harlem, and we're gonna give a little a little gift prize that I'm, I'll probably have. Um, and we will announce that sometime next week. So give us a tweet. Give us a follow. Be sure to be doing all those things. And tweet Harlem at us to let us know you stayed all the way through after the difficult loss that Kentucky suffered at the hands of Duke. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. You are locked on Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.